Greetings, this is Dr. Willie Jolly, and I want to welcome you to my new Willie Jolly Wealthy Ways podcast series. We have been overwhelmed with the responses that people have shared from listening to these messages on my SiriusXM show over the years. Those listeners, and they're sharing my show with their network, telling people about it, telling their family members, their friends, and their coworkers about this show and the impact it's having on their lives. That's the main reason that this show is now number one for self-help in America, and I'm very grateful. Yet, we realize that many people do not have satellite radio and therefore could not experience for themselves the message. They could not get it for themselves. So we are now sharing these messages with everyone via this new podcast. Enjoy it and share it with your network. And let's help even more people to do more, be more, and achieve more. Tell everybody so that they can live a Wealthy Ways life as well. Welcome to the new Willie Jolly Wealthy Ways podcast. And remember, your best is yet to come. Named one of the outstanding five speakers in the world. Inducted into the Speaker Hall of Fame. Award-winning singer. Best-selling author. And now, here's Willie Jolly. Hello, everybody. This is Dr. Willie Jolly. And yes, you only have a minute, only 60 seconds. And it's forced upon you. You can't refuse it. You didn't seek it. You didn't choose it. But it's up to you to use it. You must suffer if you lose it. Give account if you abuse it. Just a tiny little minute, but your eternities are wrapped up in it. And I'm grateful for this minute, this moment, this opportunity to be on and share some ideas and thoughts with you that will help you have greater personal and professional success, as well as the Wealthy Way show is all about creating not just financial wealth, but uh, health wealth, relationship wealth, uh, friend wealth, in, uh, intellectual capital wealth, every which way we can help you to grow. That's what we want to do. So thank you for taking time to listen. And I am grateful. As you know, I start every show by saying I'm grateful, using that God's minute, and then taking a moment to give God some glory. I do this every show because I am grateful for every opportunity that God gives me to do what I do and to share this message. But more importantly, I give him glory for life life and strength and health. Every day above ground is a good day and you should be grateful. I know I am. Every day above ground. And look, if someone said, if you don't believe it, try missing one. So we, we are glad to have this opportunity. So I give God glory. And I say this often to you, and I hope you remember everyone, that God's gift to you is life. Your gift to God is what you do with your life. So I encourage you to do something extraordinary, ex- exceptional, so that when your time comes to die, even the undertaker will be sad to see you go because of the impact you made on this earth. Well, my guest today is a person who has made incredible, tremendous impact in her life on this earth and has been a blessing to so many people, including moi. She is a name that everybody knows. She is an American singer, a songwriter, an actress, a businesswoman, an author, a seven-time Grammy Award-winning performer, a television personality on movies, and is one of the, named by Billboard, one of the 100 greatest singers of all time, been inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, We know her as the Empress of Soul, but y'all know and I know her as Gladys. Gladys Knight. Gee, Gladys Knight, how are you? Hey, Willie Jolly, how are you? (laughs) (laughs) I am blessed and grateful and glad to have you on the show and glad to get a few minutes with you to talk about the things we've talked about 
uh, just in our conversation, sitting in a hotel room or sitting at your house or having uh, breakfast one day, just sitting across the table and just talking about life and, and the things that you've seen in this process. I've, I've told people, you come from Atlanta, Georgia. Uh, you grew up and you won the Ted Mack Amateur Hour. I think it is seven. Tell a little more about where you come from and your family and your background. Well, see, it starts at home. Uh, I, I have to, I have to start with that, and I don't know uh, how the the family situation progressed to where it is now, but I am so grateful for coming through at a time where the family was the first generation of of raising you or getting instilled in you that spirit above other other things or anything else that you need to have in you to take with you as you go through this life. Okay. Yes. And and we were we were so involved in that all of the other things just came aboard, so to speak. Wow. Know? I never knew I could sing. <laughs> I, never, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, I started singing when I was four years old. Wow. And at four years old, how do you know that you got any kind of talent? Right. You no. Know? So but because of the spirit of my mother and my father, my grandmother, uncles, aunts, and all that, you know, the extended family? Yes. I don't know what happens to the extended family now that we don't have that growth from everybody in the family, especially starting with your parents. Yes. And I see that missing in so many children today because the society has changed, the spiritual growth has changed, and all of those things, and that's what you need in order to grow and do the things that the Lord has set a force for you to do. Now, I had to get that to my my God first and then to the family that he gave me. Yes. Right? Well, you were blessed with a good family. I, I remember your mama. Okay, I remember oh, your yeah. mama. Woo! My dad was the supporter. Okay. okay? Yes. And also the teacher, because there were certain things. Can you believe that my dad was so into, I mean, he went to church every Sunday. That wow. don't mean that you're getting it right just because you go there. Right, you know? right. But the other things around him helped to uh, elevate him to that. And my dad didn't even allow us to dance on so Really? <laughs> <laughs> so it was serious. Uh, 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 traditional family. You grew up in this traditional family. Yeah. started singing and you won the yeah. Ted Mack Amateur Hour. And, yeah. and, and then you put together a little group with your cousins and everybody and started singing. And, it, it, and, and oh. folks said, you can sing. Yeah, that was my mom. <laughs> my mom, you know. She didn't, she didn't make me do anything, and I think she knew each one of her children and tried to make me do something. Right. She knew that that wouldn't be good for me. She would always ask me at such a young age, I remember it so well, is this something you would like to do? Wow. But she had a way of making you feel like you wanted to do it. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Yes. So uh, it was that kind of thing, and... Uh, it's been that way. She was the one that started this group. And, and so far, uh, as far as uh, stuff is concerned, say, you know, the story is concerned, she doesn't get her just due. Well, because she, she had to sort of go against my dad wow. in order for us to do what we did as young children and, and singing group. And he said, they sang enough in church. That's what my dad used to say. Wow. <laughs> but my dad said, uh, my mom was, was, you know, she had that expressive mind, you know. 
She said, Meryl, doesn't have to be something, you know, ugly or nasty. Yes, show business had a reputation at that time. Right. But she said, they don't have to be like that. Right. You know. Right. And I'm saying this about my young childhood. So the young people, we we start with the the, the adult part, you know, a right. little bit. Right. Young adult. You know, the, 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 the people that think that they're grown right now but didn't have that upbringing or that background or whatever to keep them on the straight and narrow. It's a crazy business. <laughs> well, you know, that's one of the things I wanted to talk because what is so amazing is this. Uh, you, you're well-known globally, and people, when I mention, uh, when I'm speaking, uh, I mention some of the life lessons that you and I have talked about, that you shared with me, the things you have been able to overcome in terms of just hanging in there for uh, multiple decades, uh, that, that you, you came into the music business when the music business was a man's world. And was very uh, male-dominated, and yet you have maintained and sustained your career over the, all these decades. And 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 what I tell people is, they they say, uh, "What's she like?" I say, "You know, she really is one of the most." Uh, disarming about her celebrity people I've ever known. You know, people when, you, when you're a celebrity, they, they feel that you want something special, but you have always disarmed people with your celebrity. You say, I'm just Gladys. Just call me really, Gladys. Really. <laughs> you just, I'm it, just man. Gladys. Come on and eat. Hey, what you want to yeah. eat? You know, come on, sit down. And, yeah. and I think that's part of, uh, of what keeps you uh, centered. Am I right? Well, thank you. Well, one one thing is I love to cook. That you sure, and thing. you do it good too. <laughs> I can personally attest. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you know we should we should make stronger those things that we come up with. Yes, we've been blessed with these gifts. I know, I know as far as voice, as far as presentation, as far as anything like that. I'm just moving in the way that I feel that he moves me. Yes. And that's what's most important to me. Is this pleasing to you, Lord? You know, they get away from that like, you know, I know everything. You right. know, I should just do this to get famous. I ain't trying to be famous. I didn't I didn't think that way. You, you know didn't start I mean? out with that mindset. You just doing what God gave you. That's right. You know, and he'll fix it as long as you're doing it in a way that's pleasing to him. Wow. You know? Yep. I'm just I'm just so amazed. When I got ready to do this, uh, <laughs> this the national anthem for yes. the NFL game, yes. you know, it was nerve-wracking to me, you wow. know, because there was a lot going on uh, around that. And, yes. And I grew up in a, in a different society, for one thing, okay, uh-huh. than what we have today, you know, not talking politics, not talking anything. I'm talking about the spirit of the whole thing. Right, okay? right. And so <laughs> when I got the call to, 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 to do the, the national anthem, you know, I knew it was a, it's so many angry, uh, uh, died spirits in people today. Yes. You know, and and they angry, they mad, you know, and they doing crazy things, you know. They don't have a regard for life, right. too many of them, you know, and that kind of thing. So I said, you know, I'm just saying this now. I said, there's so many mad people out there. And when they told me, I was saying, 
Well, you know, it's going to be some people that be mad. They say, what you talking about, some people? This is a worldwide thing. I didn't, I didn't recognize that. I said, what did you say? It's going to be worldwide. What? Well, you, so, you did. You were fabulous. I said fabulous. they could have thrown rocks at me or whatever, you know, but I had prayed about it. Yes. And I always give it up to him, and he moved something in me yes. to say, it's okay. You have been called to do this, and who can come through anything other than what Jesus Christ did for us? That's exactly right. That's exactly right. This, but he stood tall at what our Father wanted us to do, yep. and he'll make it okay, even if it hurts. Well, oh. well, you did a phenomenal job, first of all. I was so proud. I was hollering at the TV and saying, Go Gladys! Go Gladys! Sing Gladys! Sing Gladys! And here's what, here's what I was so blessed with, is that people don't always have to agree politically. But I am uh -huh. grateful, and I tell people I'm grateful that I live in America. I've been, you've been all over the world as I've been over the world speaking and you've singing and doing what you do and how grateful we, we are as we experience other cultures in other countries. Man, I, I'm grateful for America. It ain't got, it ain't perfect. We got some isms, racism, sexism, ageism, but it still is a place where you, I can tell, I don't have to be the brightest bulb in the pack to make a successful life. There you go. And so... You know, Gonna fix it. This, this his world. That's right. We are, we are his people. We are. This is his time. You know, and he will step in when it's uh, right for him to step in. You know, he's already predicted this was gonna happen anyway. Yes, that's exactly right. <laughs> Have this kind of world come up. You know anything about him? And he tried to warn us about it and that's how right. we're supposed to deal with it and how we're supposed to be in order to get through this. You know. Well, I'm, oh. I'm going to take a quick break, but I'm going to come back and talk about some, some of the stories you shared with me, like some lessons you learned from Sammy Davis. And, and, oh. and uh, you, you had, you, you, I was spellbound sitting in the hotel room with you, and you were just throwing one light. We'll be right back, folks, because this is one and only the Empress of Soul, the one and only Gladys Knight. This is Dr. William for sure. Your best is yet to come. Hi, this is Dr. Willie Jolly, and if you're enjoying this information you're hearing on this podcast, I want to invite you to get even more great information on my new free gift page on my website. Go to wjspeaks.com and hit the All Access badge. On that page, you will find information and resources specifically designed to help you to have greater success. Free ebooks, music, all sorts of 
interesting and informational interviews for my XM show. I'm telling you, this is a great page. And why do I do it? Because I've learned that the more we give, the more we get. And the more we help other people to grow and go to the next level, the more we receive in our business. So we want to help you. Tell your friends about it. Go to Facebook and get my information. Go to my website. Get my free resources. And get on wjspeaks.com and hit that all access badge. It looks like a backstage pass. Click it. You'll get behind the scenes information to the special page to help you grow. All we want in return, all we ask is that you pass it on because the more you give, the more you get. This is Dr. Willie Jolly. Have a great day. Dr. Willie Jolly on the Willie Jolly Wealthy Way show and podcast. If you don't met, hear this show uh, or you want to hear it again beyond this uh, network, you can check out my podcast on iTunes, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, TuneIn, C-Suite Radio, and the Willie Jolly Wealthy Ways podcast wherever you get your podcast. My guest is the inevitable, the the incredible, the wonderful, uh, one of the greatest singers who has ever lived, a businesswoman, an author, a uh, television and radio and TV person, uh, movie personality. Oh, I mean, she does it all. But let me tell you what I say about her. She's my friend. She's my home girl. She's my sister <laughs> from another mister. Uh, one and only Gladys Knight. Uh, for those who don't know, I, we've, we've toured together. We've done events together. And uh, I've stayed at her home. And she's, she's just a gracious homemaker and a, uh, uh, just a gracious person. And as great a singer as she is, she's even a greater person. She's just a good godly woman who I love her. I just love her. So, G, I love you, too. I love you. D and I love you. We love hanging out with you and William and just, and so look, so we were talking one time in Vegas and we were sitting in, in the, in the hotel in a suite. And look, I had never seen Gladys. I'll tell you the truth. I had never been in a two story suite. I had never been there before. And you said, come on in, Willie. Come on, let's sit down and talk. And we talked about life, but then you told me some life lessons Thanks that Sammy Davis and others had yes. taught you. Give us a few of those life lessons. Well, you know what? Again, it extends from the family. My mother always tried to do and put the best before us, not just for their talent, 
but for who they were. You know what I'm saying? Yes. So as we got into the business, she taught us to, to love all kinds of music. She taught us to love all all kinds of people and what they do. You can learn something from everyone. Mm. And as the Lord would have it, they, we moved in a direction where we uh, uh, rubbed shoulders along the way with certain people like Ella Fitzgerald and Sammy Davis Jr. and 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 Sam Cooke and you know so many others. Wow. Uh, as as we grew, and she taught us to listen. And to listen properly, you know, mm. not being judgmental, just soaking it in. Listen and learn. Mm. Yeah, I remember being on tour with Jackie Wilson and Sam Cooke, me and the guys. Really? They're yeah, they're two different, 65 one-nighters. And, uh, 65 one-night stands. Yes, yeah, 65 one-nighters, okay? Wow. But they're two different artists. One was a crooner, Sam, uh-huh. and one was a performer with a voice. Mm. That just excited you, Jackie Wilson. Okay. Wow. And being those two different kinds of entertainers, we watched how they managed these audiences. Okay. Mm. And, and and they both had equal uh, participation from the audience. They loved it. When I was singing and, and working with Sammy Davis Jr. on his show, which he invited us to be a part of. Yes. I said, uh, Okay, Sammy. I said, this, this ain't working. What, I'm, what are we doing wrong? Are we singing the wrong songs? And they had just taught me how to do a spiel. You know what a spiel is? No, what's a spiel? A, a spiel is something that you do from inside where you talk to the people. You're not performing to them. Oh. You're giving them a piece of you, you know, like, welcome to the show. You know, are you having a good time? Mm, that kind of thing. Okay. Then it was just about the music, but then you can start telling them about things about you. You know, I love this song because I got children and they are amazing. You know, things like that. So you could relate to them telling something that you you could tell because of the the impact it has on you that you can know is they, they, that's common with them. Absolutely, and why I'm doing certain songs. Okay, ah. so uh, we working with Sammy, and I'm noticing that they ain't paying us no attention. We opening the show, right? Right, right. <laughs> they waiting on, and they had dinner shows back then, so you got all the the forks and the knives clinking on the plates and that kind of stuff. You got to learn how to work in that environment. Wow. All the eyes ain't on you. And so I was, uh, and, and Sammy always demanded that we came by his dressing room after the show. Uh-huh. So we came by. I said, Sammy, this is your show, not mine, okay? And I don't know what I'm doing wrong or what we're doing wrong. They ain't paying us no attention. He said, they will. Wow. I said, Sam, did you hear what I just said? He said, yes, they will. He said, this is how you do your spiel first to get their attention. Mm. Speak softly. Mm. And, and the softer you get, the quieter they're going to get because they do really want to hear what you got to say. And I tried that, and it worked. Wow. I, I do that until today. I'm in Madison Square Garden singing the way we were. And you could hear a pinfall because of my spill mm. in that place. Wow. I could have fell over. Wow. I, I give my thanks to the Lord and, and, and to him. 
you know? Wow. Isn't that? So you can learn these kind of just little things that you learn backstage. You learn from people about how to become better performers and then better. Yeah. And, better and, and I'm sure you learn a lot about the business from people telling you, hey, here's how you. I remember Blue Lovett telling me uh, from the Manhattans one time. And you uh-huh. learn little things from people. He said, Willie. Uh, you know, you got cash with you when you're on the road. Put it in your sock. I'll never forget that. He said, "Put it in your <laughs> will. It put the money in your sock, and yeah. and and put on and pull the sock way up." And he, I said, "Really?" He said, "Do that, Willie." And you there know you what? Go. Little things. Tell me some of the things you've learned over the years just about staying in business. Well, well, for one thing, as far as the finance goes, you got to get, you got to be aware of that. Yes. But there were other things. We didn't have nothing, Willie. <laughs> right, right, right. Nothing. We didn't have no money, and the little money that we were lit, were getting, half of it went to buying gas because we grew. You know, we we drove everywhere. Really. All right. But let me tell you what we used to do too. Uh huh. Save money. We didn't have money to go to the dry cleaners, so the guys would put their suits. Up under the mattress in the in the place where we would stay. Depressed, <laughs> 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 and in the, and in those days, every hotel, especially the ones we were working in, uh, staying in, they didn't have iron and ironing boards like in the suites that we have. Right, <laughs> right. So we had to buy a little iron and press, you know. Yes. So, we had all kinds of things that we had to learn how to do, and it, you know what? It kept us humble. Right, humility. Kept, yeah. yeah, you know, and, and to listen uh, to people when they're trying to tell you something. These young people today, they think they know everything. They don't want to hear nothing you got to say. They say you that that old that that thing they they say now you old school. Right. So that means that we don't have anything of value to tell you. Let me tell you a Gladys Knight story. You don't even know I know this story, Gladys. So okay. um, um, we were we were doing something in L.A. and the. Um, and I, I, I had come before y'all, and it was a Sunday event, and you were going to go to a brunch. And so you went to the brunch, and, and some of the people who we knew and we were working with went with you. And when the, when the owners of the club, uh, what, brunch place, very popular brunch, brunch place, saw it was you, uh, there was a long line. There was a long line of people. And they said, oh, Gladys Knight, come on in. And you said, no, no. No. No, you uh-uh. said I'm gonna stand in line like these other folks because right. I'm just I'm just Gladys, you know. And and everybody was so taken aback because they said, "Wow," you know. And I said, "That's really how she is. That's not she ain't putting on. That's how Gladys Knight is. She is a lady, a gracious, and I call you a Southern lady because you you come <laughs> up with that Southern. You like my wife D, you know, gracious yeah. and Southern yeah. and and yeah. and kind. Gonna feed you. You gotta eat if you come by. Uh, that's right. I mean, that's now tough as nails, but gracious and nice, and that's what yeah. I always think about. And I think about that story about humility and not letting your ego go in front of you down the street. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, do you know how much you can learn about other people uh, just by being in that state? You know, the line was good for me. Go, we could talk and they say, hey, where you from? Right, you know? right. That's right. You meet people, you develop friendships. Yeah. And, and today we're so separated, they don't even know different cultures. Mm. They don't, they, they treat you sometimes because they don't know nothing about you. 
get to know my culture. Get to know me. Let me get to know you. That's the way you, you, you tear down these walls and these lines and that kind of stuff, you know, by having truly a heart for other people. I love my audiences. As I sing, I peruse my audience, mm, okay? Yes. I do, and, and I watch how they respond. Uh, is it something special you want to hear? Let me do that for you. You know, yes, it's, it's and you just talk to them. I love how you talk to them, uh, and and you just talk between the songs, and and you talk to people and say, you know, it almost like here's what you're almost saying to them, Gladys. You're saying, "How your mom and them?" <laughs> yes, that's, that's what I say. <laughs> how your mom and them? Did you bring her this time? Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's what I feel. That's how I am. That's exactly right, <laughs> and you just go on with that, and it's so wonderful how you able to be a blessing to people and use you know i i see your um your music not just as music but as a gift uh not just a gift to you you know god gave you a gift but you're willing to give your gift to others and some of those people come through the um through the event they might be struggling i'll never forget uh doing a gig with james brown uh, when oh, I was yeah. uh, uh, Dame Brown, and, and, and he, he taught me something backstage. He said, uh, his, he came from, he would do a two show. We were at the Warner Theater in Washington, D.C. And uh-huh. he came back off the first, after the first show, and his knees were bloody from falling down on the, on the floor. And, right. and I said, Mr. Brown, I said, uh, your, your knees. He said, son, he said, son, this ain't nothing new. This is what I do every night. And he said, right. uh, he said, but you got to think about this. I'm going to go do it the next show, too. And some of these people saved their money all week long to come to my show. I'm going to give them everything I got. And that's what you do as a performer. Yeah, you, you give them everything you got. You don't hold back nothing. When you sing that the way we were, I mean, it's breathtaking. And folks, by the way, if you get a chance to go hear her perform, her here's the, my wife. We went to hear her some time ago, not long ago, maybe a few months ago or so, and uh-huh. she's better now than she was before. I've never seen a performer get better as they get older. We're going to take a quick break for station identification. We're going to come right back. I got to ask Gladys about how she has maintained her 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 voice and all that. We'll be right back. Hi, this is Dr. Willie Jolly, and for years I've told people that in order to have a greater life, it starts by having greater individual days. If you have a great day and you repeat that great day seven times, you've had a great week. And you repeat that week four times, you've had a greater month. And then repeat that month 12 times, you've had a greater year and you're on your way to a greater life. And it starts with that individual day. I recommend you start each day with something powerful. I call it the pure, the powerful, and the positive. Rather than starting your day with bad news, how many people got killed or how many children got snatched or how many fires there were, I recommend you start your day with something to inspire and empower and encourage you to make this day a great day. We're excited to announce the start of Jolly TV on my Facebook page. Go to Willie Jolly, Willie.Jolly on Facebook. Just go to Willie.Jolly on Facebook and get ready for a great day and a great life. Have a great day on purpose. And we're back with Dr. Willie Jolly, Wealthy Way, and my special guest, Gladys Knight. Gladys, how do you, I mean, you're, you're beautiful, 
you 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 look great. Uh, you kept your weight down. Um, you you look. I saw. Look, you girl, you looking good. You look. Look here, y'all. Let me tell y'all something funny about Gladys. She sent me a text one day. She thought it was she was sending it to her husband William, and she said, "Look at me." And she was by the swimming pool, and I said, "Well, I ain't William, but you sure look good, Gladys." <laughs> Well, how do you do so, it? How do you stay? I, how do you stay young and energetic to be able to do these these shows and to to, to to be even better now than you were 20 years ago? How do you do it? Oh, thank you, thank you so much. You got to get into it. You know, none of us are perfect, Willie. None of us, you know. And as we go through life, we pick up some bad habits, you know, yeah, yeah. along the way, and and that kind of thing. I used to smoke, mm. and, and and I stayed hoarse all the time. Wow, you know. And and so one day I was driving home, and um, I just came to the stop sign before I turned the corner to get to my house. Yes. And I said, I'm not doing this anymore. Mm. You gifted me with this, and I know this is not good for my voice. I threw him out the window. It wasn't an easy thing. Right. Okay? It wasn't an easy thing because I had tried to stop smoking before, you know, and and I never smoked another cigarette. This wow. Is Faith has to be, you know, and as far so you as activate way, your faith through that process. You made a decision, yes. and then you activated your faith by by taking the action. Yes. Yes. And, yes, and and I, I mean, you know, it was just one of those things. I was on stage, and I had gotten up to almost almost three hundred pounds. Wow. Okay? And I was on stage one day, one night, and and I was singing, and. And my note just cut off. I didn't have the energy or the wind mm. because of my weight to sing like I was supposed to. So I was singing incorrectly, which made me even more hoarse. Yes. And I said, I got to do something about this. And so I started working out with a trainer, and he was amazing. He really, really was. And he was with me for a few years and, and, and that kind of thing. And even after that, I kept up the things that he had me doing. I, I love to walk. I, I walk all the time. You gotta watch what you eat. Gotta watch you know? your diet. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Gotta watch what you eat. Either you want it, or you don't want it. <laughs> you don't That's right. You're supposed to be slim. You know what I'm saying. And some years ago, folks, uh, uh, Gladys called me and said, "Willie, I'm having a birthday tennis tournament out in uh, San Diego. Want you and D to come." And so yes. we went out and played tennis, and we had a big party, and we had, uh -huh. and she looked great, and 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 let me tell you, she can hit the ball. Let me tell you, <laughs> she can hit that ball. <laughs> I love that game. I love it. Love it. Love it. Uh, we had we had such a great time. Uh, uh, Barry Gordy uh, Jr. was there, and Dion yes. Warwick, and yes. and we just had a ball and had a great time. All the kids were there. All the kids were there. All the kids were there. Your grandkids were there. Yeah. How, by the way, how many uh, grands do you have now? Uh, Seventeen grandkids and ten great-grandkids. Praise the Lord. 17 yep. grandkids and It's ten. amazing. That's amazing. Isn't that amazing? And you and you're able to marry. Wow. And they and yeah. you're still able to enjoy uh, your family as well as your yeah. career and doing what you yeah. love to do. And and so when you when you uh, uh started in 
the the recording business, they they wouldn't pay you like you you were supposed to be paid. How did y'all how do y'all survive? How did you survive? It was difficult, and we, and just you have to remember that we were very young mm, then. Okay, we were aware. We knew we were supposed to be getting paid. Right. We knew that what uh, probably we were supposed to be getting paid, but. The entertainment business was a nasty business, and mm. to some people, it still probably is. You know, yeah. you got we're still fighting today for for our proper uh, monies from from the recordings that we've done and and those kind of things. That's the the unfortunate and bad side of this industry. Right, you know right, mean? right. But other than that, you still are using your gift, so you want to push, keep keep going, doing that. And and you just got to get a little more education about how you should arrange your business. Wow! So that you can get paid. You know, you're not going. See, we started out because we loved doing what we were doing. Right. That you did. You loved it, and you just did it. And 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 yeah. you were hoping money would come, but you were having fun and doing what you love. But at some point, you you realized this is a business, didn't you? Yeah. What do they call this? Show show business. 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 <laughs> they call it show business. Right. Okay? That's right. And so you learned the business. And what I'm most impressed with, uh, uh, well, I'm most impressed with you as a person because of your humility and your and your graciousness, but also as a businesswoman. You've become a wonderful businesswoman over the okay. years. And you, you've learned uh, some of those lessons you've learned. What would you tell young artists about being on top of their dollars. What are you? How to how to maybe not spend it all? How to be wise with your dollars? Because uh, you better be wise. Because one day you might not have that same amount of money. So what would you tell them? Well, you need to be uh, aware mm. of what's going on. Do you know how much money these kids are making these days? Mm. You know what I mean. I don't know what they're doing with it. Right. Some of them invest. Some of them buy big houses or cars or whatever they feel like is necessary to upgrade their lives, you know, and I'm not criticizing them for that. You sure. know, everybody wants to move up as they work hard, okay? Right. But there's there's a small number of people that's in the industry that are able to uh, attract those kinds of dollars. Right. You know what I'm saying? I mean, even, even as long as I have been in the industry, people were still going to through the thing where somebody right across the street was making 10, 10 times, 20 times more money than I was making that just got on the block. Wow. You know? Wow. So it's okay. I don't deal with that. Whatever right. you get, you get. Right. Whatever I get, I get. All yes. right? Yes, yes. Um, that's, that's the way I you look. You know, but here's what you just said, something that sparked a thought in my mind was the fact that many of them are new on the block. They, they get the money. But they can't sustain the business. You've been able, which is, you know, what is the rarity that someone can be in the business for over 50 years and maintain that and still be popular and still sell out venues? And there are those who came like a flash in the pan. Oh, they were hot for a minute, but they gone. (laughs) They gone. They go. Oh, they gone, Willie. They gone. They gone. Where they go? I don't know where they gone, but they gone. <laughs> we but, listen. We listen, and people help us. Now I got to go all the way back. Okay. okay. And it was a slow process. Yes. Right? First, it was 
my mom. Okay. I could hear her, you know, dealing with people. They wanted me to do a TV show after I came off of uh, Ted Matt, you uh-huh. know. And she could see right through that. Wow. You know, and she said, absolutely not. You mm. know, I'm eight years old. Come on now. Right. You know, she said, absolutely not. And as we grow, you know, like you have to uh, keep those those kinds of things in mind. And then when we came along, too, there were people like Charlie Atkins and Maurice King who were super huge in the industry. They had been on Broadway. They had been everywhere. And they imparted all this information to us. This is the way you do that. This is the way you do this. Where's your money? Who, who's picking it up? All, you know, that kind of thing. Right. And so you learn as you go. But we were just so happy to be doing what we were doing for the longest time. We didn't take care of those kinds of things. I remember when we first moved to Vegas, my, my sister Brenda mm. was working for the government, okay? Yes. She was doing the data processing stuff and, the, and the, all those kinds of things. And so she came to me one day. She said, there's no reason why you shouldn't be on the Internet, that you shouldn't be, you know, putting your stuff into uh, this kind of process right now. So she did it for me. Really? And I yeah, I've been doing that uh, for the rest of that time when we were living in Las Vegas, uh, that she organized my company. Wow. And made it a real company, you know. And then my daughter came along, then my, my son came along, he managed me for a while. Yes. And they kept it going because they were younger and they knew all about this this uh, computer age. Yes. And they all did that for me, okay? Yes. But for making this, now, now it's over in my husband's, um, William's uh, hand, you know, as far as him having that gift yes. of, of management and that kind of thing, uh, and it's just been spiraling up ever since. Speaking I of, have co- mm-hmm. involved for all, most of my career. Well, she she has become uh, computer uh, savvy because sometimes I get text or email from G and I say, "Wow, she she's she's doing it." Now, look, take a moment. He just taught me how to do it. That's what. Well, you doing it now, girl. I'm impressed. Now, uh, before I I go any further, I do want to take a moment and and, and shout out you and William for this venture that you're doing for young people in uh, North Carolina. What a blessing. Tell them a little bit about what you're doing, where people can maybe learn more about that project for the community in North Carolina. Well, you have to give back. Uh You know, we've been so blessed and all that kind of stuff. My husband is amazing about that. You know, he's not about, you know, like just having, having, having. And and he asked me one day, I had given him a birthday present. He said, babe, do you mind? He said, the school that my grandfather, my mother, my aunts and uncles went to is up for auction. It's been sitting on that property with nobody doing anything for it or with it for 40 years. Wow. And I wanted to know if if it's all right with you if I take my birthday present and go to that auction and get that school. I said, of course, it's fine with me. And he had ideas. He started talking about what we could do for the younger generation and how we could do this and that, you know. And I said, by all means, honey, go for it. And he came back. He was so excited. He said, I got it. Wow. <laughs> wow. And, but you should have seen it. I had never seen the school. So <laughs> when he took me over there to see it, <laughs> my mouth dropped open. <laughs> I, I got 
pictures of what this school is. You didn't even know it was a building there. That's how overgrown and wow. garbage everywhere and that kind of thing, you know? Yes. And I said, is that what you bought? <laughs> <laughs> Well, y'all are now transforming that, and you gotta see this school. Where, where can, where, if somebody wants to bless it and be a part of your uh, endeavor and maybe uh, be a, a contributor, tell us where they can maybe look it up. Yeah, well, um, we're gonna be sending that message out to you. Soon. Okay, you send it to me, and I and I will get the word out to. It's in Asheville, oh, yeah. North Carolina. And uh, it's a community that they're going to bless. They're blessing already because uh, so many people are just glad of having your presence. I want to talk to you about uh, a message I got when I was in Australia about somebody sitting on an exercise bike who said you changed his life. We'll be right back. This is Dr. Willie Jolly on the Willie Jolly Wealthy Way Show. And for sure, your best is yet to come. Since I've met you, since I've met all this changed in the blink of an eye. Now all my heart wants to do. Hi, this is Dr. Willie Jolly, and people often ask, how did I go from a broke, busted nightclub singer to become a best-selling author and to be voted one of the outstanding five speakers in the world by the 175,000 members of Toastmasters International? The answer is that I decided to invest and change my thinking, invest in my mindset, and decided to change my inputs because inputs determine outputs. I heard about a seminar years ago when I was just getting started. I was making about $100 a speech, and I heard this seminar that was creating millionaires, and it cost $10,000, but the guy was getting results. I didn't have that kind of money, but I decided to borrow it because I learned that there's a price for success, the price of college, the price of going to school, the price of education. There's a price for success, and then there's a cost for not paying the price, the cost of staying the same. And that cost is greater than the price. It's too expensive. And so I went, and it changed my life, and I came back and quickly made $100,000. I heard a similar story from Dr. Dave Martin, how he went to a success rally, heard a speaker who inspired him. He and his friend said, wow, that's changed my life. The speaker had a package of materials to help build wealth. The package cost $1,500, and that was all the money Dr. Dave had to his name. Dr. Dave's friend asked, do you think this stuff is worth it? Dr. Dave thought for a moment. He said, I don't know. I don't know if it's worth it. But I do know that I'm worth it. I'm worth it. He invested that money in that package and used the materials to grow his thinking. He grew his mindset. He shared how that $1,500 investment has gone on to generate millions in revenues. He's a multimillionaire. And he has homes now in Arizona and Florida. I want to say to you, it's time to invest in you. I want to give you some materials that will help you grow you, grow your mindset, grow your future, grow your finances. Go to wjspeaks.com slash billionaire. wjspeaks.com slash billionaire to get some materials that will inspire your success and help you find that there's a price for success, but there's a cost for not paying the price. And the cost is always greater than the price. Go to wjspeaks.com slash billionaire and get the bag, the box, or any of the materials there and keep growing your wealth. And remember, as a man thinketh, so as he is, and your best is yet to come.
back. This is Dr. Willie Jolly. My special guest is the Empress of Soul herself, uh, one of the greatest singers that the world has ever seen, one of the greatest people I have ever met, Gladys Knight. Uh, gee, uh, it's the truth. It's the truth. Uh, I was in Australia speaking for the uh, Australian real estate big combine, and Dr. Stephen Covey, who wrote the book The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, said... Uh, we started talking on the bike, and I'm very grateful. Let me know. I got to tell you a quick story about this. This is how I show God how God is. We doing this three day event. I'm speaking. I'm opening. He's closing, and we're in the green room. And I go up to him and tell him I had. I, I go up to him, meet him, and we we take a couple pictures. And I tell his assistant, you know, I I, I got this book called An Attitude of Excellence that I really would like him to read. She she, she said, I'm, I'm sorry, but. Uh, you know, he sold 50 million books. He, he doesn't do that anymore. I said, if I could just get a quote, a testimonial, anything. She said, I'm sorry. He doesn't do that anymore. I said, but she said, I'm, I'm telling you, no. Okay. And so she just, she shut me down, Jack Glass. But that night, I go to the gym. I'm sitting on a bicycle, riding my bike, you know, the exercise bike. And I've done, I've been on the bike about an hour. I'm tired now. I'm getting ready to get off. And who walks in the door but Dr. Stephen Covey? Sit on the bike next to me. And we start talking. And he says, uh -huh. you know, uh, I live in Utah. And he said, how long have you been married, bro, Brother Jolly? I said, I've been, I, at that point, I've been married about 25 years. I said, about 25 years. He said, I've been married about 45 years. He said, uh, he said, I got these many children. I said, I got these many children. And he said, and then we start talking about people we knew. How about this? And, what, and I said, and I used to, you know, tour with uh, Gladys. You a friend of Gladys? I said, yeah. He said, she sang for a fireside event we had. And she is one of the sweetest ladies. And we start talking about you, and he talked about how you inspired him when he was writing. And, uh, and I said, you know, that's ministry. That's ministry. So, uh, and, he, and here's the kicker, though. I told him at the end after we had this long, uh, by, by the way, I rode another hour, even though I was tired. I rode, I kept riding. I wasn't getting off that bike. I wasn't getting off that bike. You, I was not getting off that bike. I was dying, but I was good. Well, anyway, at the end, I said, look, I got this book, and I, I really, he said, send it to me. And he sent me the most beautiful testimony about how this was one of the most brilliant books he had read in years, and everybody should have it. And now it's in the front of the book, An Attitude of Excellence. And so I want to encourage everybody Everybody go to attitudeofexcellence.com, get the free chapter from the book. And I believe that the quote from Dr. Covey is in that chapter, but get the free chapter, attitudeofexcellence.com. And, and for those who are married, go to jollymarriage.com and get the book, uh, chapter from the book uh, about our marriage. Dee and I have been married going on four, uh, 34 years. Haven't had an argument. All right now. Come on now. And haven't had an argument in 30 years. Have not had an argument in 30 years. Now, the first couple of years were like World War III, but we learned some principles and we put them in the book. The book has just exploded and we're grateful. Now, now, uh, are you and William going on how long now? Uh, 18. 18 years. What? I, I remember when we met him. You introduced us to him. You said, I got this yeah. guy, Willie. I got this guy. He was... I said, he's amazing. Uh, he's amazing. Met him and had met him years ago. Y'all had met years ago. And, uh, and he had run a spa or something. Is that correct? Yeah. And you met him. And, and then you went on with your life. And then you reconnected and... He now runs everything. He's such a, such a, he's a good man. That's what I just had to say about him. He's a good man. And you, you are, and you, you blessed, you blessed. And I'm grateful for his friendship. 
And so now, so now, look, look, we got just a couple more minutes. I, I, I um, anything new you got coming up? Uh, new uh, movies? Uh, you always got something new. You, you were just on an event with Quincy Jones. Uh, every time I'm talking to William, he says, "Man, G is his here. She's there. She." Well, I said, "Wow!" <laughs> so what y'all yeah. got coming up? Anything exciting you want to let folks know about? Yeah, well, I'm going to Europe, and we'll be over there for about three, two or three months. Wow. And I like going out of the country because it helps me understand the rest of the world mm. and to get to know them better. Yes. You know? uh, when we went to Africa, my heart was so full because the people that took us um, to the Apartheid Museum. Oh, isn't that a powerful place? Yeah. yeah, was telling us all about, they said, there's something that you guys don't know said, you, because of what you did in your country, gave us the strength and the possibility to go ahead and move against this apartheid situation, and you were our, you know, our, our leader as far as that's concerned, you know, and we felt so good about that because we didn't even know that they took account of what was happening with us over here. Right, you know? right. So you should be a model for what you do and say because you don't know who's going to be impacted. Absolutely, and that's why we're doing this community foundation thing. It's the Reynolds High School Community Foundation, and my birthday this year. You remember you talked about my birthday? Yes. We have a good time, don't we? Yes. But this year is going to be a fundraiser for the school. Okay. Well, yeah. you know I'm in. You know I'm in. Anything yeah. I can do, I'm in. Okay. Cause we we have good birthday. Yeah, you know you have good birthday parties too. You have good parties. So I'm in. Whatever y'all need from Willie Jolly is done. Okay, it's done. Okay. Adding golf this year. Oh wow. We're doing golf. We're doing the dinner dance. Remember the dinner dance? Yes. Oh, man, we're going to really have some fun. Well, once y'all get, uh, William will give me a date, and I'll put it out on our social media for people who want to support it because it's such a godly, uplifting, impacting community project. Well, I always liked in the last couple minutes we got, imagine you went into a a classroom at Howard University, and it's a business class uh, or music class or whatever, and the kids are sitting there, and you say, I'm going to give you just a few ideas that'll help you in your future? Give me a couple of things you would tell that class. Well, first of all, I would tell them about themselves. You know, don't get full of yourself, even if you become so overly popular, you know. Know where that comes from, because you can get so all up in yourself, you know. Oh, I ain't taking that, you know, take. (laughs) Right. Take a step at a time, you know, and learn what your business is all about. It's important that you do that, you know, and just not be talking about, yeah, I'm this, you know, and leaving everything up to somebody else. You right, know? right. Even your lawyers and, and your accountants and all those kind of things, because you're going to need them. Right. You know, but, uh, you know, search around and see who's really into this industry about that. You can have a tax person, because we ran into that, that didn't know nothing about show business. Mm. So they weren't doing tax-wise what they should have been doing to get us the cuts that we should have had because of the business we were a part of. Right, so right. just a little bitty thing. Right, okay. and a little thing make the big difference, don't they? Yeah, you know? And so, and, and, and you want to last a long time, you got to take care of yourself, mm. you know? And, and when we came up, I mean, it was certain people, not just about the money, not just about what we, uh, you know, were aspiring to do, but who we were. As young women, they didn't allow for us to dress a certain way. 
you know. If I was on TV and my clothes weren't right, they'd tell me as soon as I got home, say, what you doing with that on, you know, or something like that, you know. And, and so you got to have some humility. You know, you ain't got to show the world everything. Right, that's right. <laughs> that's exactly right. So be so. let me show you. Remember, you are blessed by God. Well, Don't get full of yourself. Gets good yeah. good support in terms of lawyers and, and accountants and, and people in management who know your industry. And then if you want to stay here for a long time, yeah. remember it's to just, take care of yourself. That's just one of those those things, you know. And and sexy is good, but you don't have to show everything. Amen. You don't, you don't give the guys no time to... To uh, trying to wonder what, what would happen if they got with you. That's right. That's right. Look, keep, keep a little bit of something behind so they have an idea that they want to look. Well, folks, I've had for my guest today, my dear sister, who I love, my wife loves, uh, my children love, and call her Aunt G. And, and we're grateful for her and her friendship over these many years. Gee, you, Gladys Knight, you are just not just one of the great singers. You're one of the great people. I love well, you. You know, you know that, though. And I thank I you. you. Thank you I for you being on. My pleasure. And thank you for giving me this opportunity to speak with your world and the rest of the world because I love them so much. I love all kinds of people. I do, you know. And I just want to pass on what God has blessed me with, and don't forget that word. You know, you need to look at it. <laughs> hey, look at the word and give God the glory. Folks, that's yeah. what we do. Well, I want to thank you. All right, that's I, what we do. All right. Wow, wow, wow. What a show to have my friend Gladys Knight on the show. I've been wanting to get her on the show for over a year, and her schedule was so crazy that we weren't able to find a time to make it happen, but we got it together. I wanted to bring her to you because I knew she would bless you as she has blessed me over the years. She has something I call mother wit. And with that, I that tell people she is giving you the real deal about the life experiences, how a woman can be so successful in a male-dominated, man-dominated industry for so long and maintain her business, her dignity, and been able to do it with graciousness. So I want to thank you for listening. I want to encourage you to go get some of the free resources. Sign up at my newsletter at willyjolly.com gift, willyjolly.com gift. Uh, get the free chapter from the marriage book at jollymarriage.com. Get the free chapter from my Attitude of Excellence book at attitudeofexcellence.com. Get a copy of that book for everybody in your team. It will bless you. And then finally, get the podcast at iTunes, iHeart, Stitcher, TuneIn, and C-Suite Radio. And remember, for sure, your best is yet to come. Have a great week on purpose. God bless you. Are you tired of crying and complaining? Tired of feeling like life don't treat you fair?
This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.